COVID-19 has changed the world we live in, but one of the few positives to have come out of the pandemic is the way we have adapted to this new reality. How we work and interact with one another has changed, and industries have had to adapt too. In this new series of podcasts, we will be looking at different professions and how they have adapted in these circumstances. First up is the man responsible for this new series, James Ritson, who, as UCEM programme leader for our building surveying programmes, suggested we discuss how COVID-19 has changed building surveying. So, hi James. Hello there. Hello, Hello Andrew. Hello everybody. How are you? I'm okay. I'm uh, adapting as everybody else is. I'm currently now, I've been working over the weekend to uh, create my shed into a new workspace because everybody's now working at home. So uh, it's uh, gone other power tools or uh, an income at the laptop. So we're all adapting. Yes, and 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 that that's the key thing from this this podcast. And and thanks for the suggestion. You know, this this was something I asked about. You know, what what would you like to to talk about for this podcast? And 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 you suggested a look into how building surveying has changed. You know, since since March, particularly in this country, when we went into lockdown and the um the results of coronavirus and and what it meant for us um changed everything as we know it. Um, so so looking in in more detail at an industry and what, what they've had to do um, is, is a great idea and one which, like I say, we'd like to take forward and, and look at other industries as well, which um, relate to the built environment. So, uh, yeah, it's very focused. Um, and, you know, the first question I think makes the most sense to ask, uh, which is how has building surveying changed in the COVID world? Well, it's a very interesting one because... Um typically the built environment are often the ones who are most affected when there's ever an economic uh, change in circumstances. Uh, But actually, the building surveyors seem to be going through a kind of a bit of a renaissance. Um, They were very quiet in the first weeks of the lockdown. Uh, Certainly my students, they were able to focus on their studies and so forth. And there seems to be, I think, really a few weeks of adaption. And then they suddenly got busy. And it was quite amazing to see how and the varied roles the building surveyors were, were, were working in. Um, just one example, quite close to the building surveying uh, team worked for uh, large uh, uh, built environment bodies such as shopping centres, uh, NHS trusts and stuff. And of course, they had a major adaption uh, project on, whether it be to create a, a, a separate wing for COVID patients within the hospital or making shopping centres COVID safe um, and things like that. And the, the students ended up being really, really busy. And this is one of the reflections that uh, I'm getting from the industry is that it's changed dramatically in perhaps the way we're working. We're not in our offices. I, from now, I'm not, I'm not speaking to you face to face in in our uh, uh, horizons at Reading. Uh, you are at uh, your base and I'm in my shed in the garden. And I think that that's a reflection of actually how some of these things have fundamentally changed. Uh, But our role has become very busy. And I think that the role uh, in particular is uh, coming of how we're adapting. Uh, And the building space seems to be taking a very much of a lead on how we begin to adapt our built environment. And of course, those requirements for adaption changed in every scenario uh, that they're doing. I think obviously one thing that has changed is the 
how we conduct ourselves has to be incredibly professional. You know, just doing a simple building inspection, a house inspection, a on-site inspection now. But now where we're, we're used to in, in the past to being well presented to meet a client or going onto a building site, make sure we have all of our hard hats, uh, biz, jackets and uh, boots. Actually, now we're just as concerned about making sure that we are hygienic for the people we're working with. We make sure that we've got face protection and things like that. And again, those kind of impacts, I think we're not just seeing in the built environment. I think we're just seeing in every environment. But it, it's quite reassuring to see how surveyors have actually kind of stood up to the challenge and, and really been part of the, the, the changing scenarios that we're living in. So, of course, none of us could have ever prepared for, for such a scenario, which we're, we're still living through. But, I mean, how equipped? I mean, it seems to have been certainly for building surveyors. Um, as you say, it's, it's led to perhaps more, even more work than there was before. Um, so how, do you, how equipped do you feel building surveying was to adapt during the pandemic, and which is still ongoing, of course? It was varied. Uh, some, some people, I think, did carry on as per normal. And I think that they could in the sense that they were uh, in a position where they were, I wouldn't say socially distancing, but they were doing house surveys, they were doing um, inspections and so forth, which was a relatively isolated role. They weren't necessarily always in the office. And I think that they're quite used to remote working because of the nature of what they were doing. They're, essentially, they were inspecting remotely uh, as in they weren't doing work from an office, they were going to building sites, they were going to to, to centres. So I think that they were re- relatively easy to adapt. I think where there was probably the adaption question is we were waiting to know what we needed to adapt to. And I don't think that was anything to do with building terrain. I think that they were, from the responses that I've seen, people have been incredibly busy but a lot of the delays were we wanted to know, the surveyors wanted to know what we could do uh what is it they were the, the desired outcome would be and i think those decisions as with every you know crisis were sometimes confused and sometimes difficult i think what is very interesting now is we're seeing a complete change of dynamic to what was predicted um you know i think it's a really interesting seeing some of the suggestions that are coming through uh about how the built and dark environment might adapt and how building surveys are really actually now really really at the center of the built environment rather than being so kind of the gps um, in medical sense the general practitioners of the built environment um, we're now really taking the lead in many of the adaption and uh, processes that are going on and i think we've adapted really quickly actually uh, um, you know a lot of practices have been very quick to uh, bring in these new processes um, i've seen the guidance about uh, going to sites and um, you know doing building inspections and again you know we're not as with a lot of other professions we we are in a sense also prepared because we do have to take certain precautions we do have to be aware when we're, we may be dealing with uh, toxic or hazardous substances uh, you know asbestos and other things so we're quite used to actually saying right these are the regulations you have to have on site and i think we've adapted to the new covid regulations quite quickly actually um, and what is interesting now, you, you know, the most required thing on a um, uh, site visit is not just a hard hat, but it's your uh, hand wash and face mask. So I, I think it's it was an, an addition to what we did, 
that we were able to adapt to. And I think that's why we have become uh, so busy and, and responding to the crisis. So in some ways, you know, it, certainly in comparison to maybe other professions, you know, building surveying was, was in a better place, perhaps, um, after the, the, the pandemic, um, you know, really set in. Um, and, you know, we're, we're about eight months on from, from the initial lockdown. If, if you're thinking, right, I want to get into building surveying and become a building surveyor, what kind of a working life can you now expect if, if you're entering the profession for the first time? Well, I, I'm, afraid, I'm afraid I couldn't tell you a definitive. I think that what we have seen is there is a, been a big uptake um, in building surveying. Um, firms that would typically have only sent real estate students are now sending uh, building surveying students. And I think that that is really down to what I talked about earlier, which is the need now we are needing to adapt. And I think that adaption is in flux. Um, we are already talking now about office capacity being radically reduced, people working from home more. Um, I myself, I've you know, gone in through a minor adaption of my house so I can create a complete at-home work office away from everybody else. And I think that that's the type of thing that we're going to see a lot more. We're going to see a lot more of adaption. And that's where building surveying has always had its really strong point, whether it be um, uh, adaption and um, and and dealing with the existing built environment, whether it be the adaption be a new client, a new set of requirements, uh, or it will be a physical change. Uh, it may be alteration. And we're beginning to see that, and not only see that in uh, building surveying, but we're beginning to see that in policy. We've already had the announcement of the uh, extension of the permitted development rights by planning, the um, changes to planning. And again, that's a really interesting one. We've got someone coming in to talk to the students uh, next week who uh, a building surveyor who specialises in neighbourly issues. And again, that's the type of thing we're going to see a lot more of as people are allowed to extend their properties much more. Neighbourly issues, neighbourly disputes are going to increase um, or at least need to be resolved, shall we say. And I think that that's a really interesting part. What we're now knowing is... The biggest challenge we face is not the new build, it's how we adapt to uh, with what we've already got. Now, that was said about um, sustainability, but the same is true in the post-COVID world. How do we adapt that? Uh, do people still want a very large major office in Canary Wharf or London City, or do they want a series of remote satellite um, uh, offices as well and that's I think that's a really interesting discussion because you know building surveyors are part of that are one of their biggest roles is part of adaption and managing the change in the built environment um, and so I think that if you were saying what would you expect a new graduate to be doing they will be managing that change whether it be client changes as in the new occupants dilapidations house buying things like that or it be uh uh, physical changes, you know, having to adapt an office, the conversion of a space into another space, another type of space, change of use is really interesting one. Um, I think it's going to be a few months and maybe a uh, considerable number of months till we know what the state of our high streets are going to be. Um, and again, that's going to be a really interesting one because, again, um, all of those will need um, building Spain type work done to them as we adapt and, and change that. So, it's certainly 
a buoyant time in the sense of work, but challenging in the sense of um, uh, what we have to do. Um, so I think that that's really what I would say. If you are coming into the profession now, you're going to be part of managing that change. You know, that's a great point. And um, anyone who would be entering, they'll be at the forefront of that change is what you're saying. So that's a great uh, amount of uh, responsibility you can be taking on. Um, and also, if you're someone who enjoys problem solving, I imagine, you know, it's these kind of things where you, you, you can really sink your teeth into and and trying to understand all of these changes, all of the policy changes you mentioned as well, and making sure that you know, our buildings are as safe as they possibly can be and also as suitable as they can be. As you say, you know, uh, the, the current buildings and certainly sort of home offices and, and how people adapt that to to uh, a working life, which may be far more led from your home office. Um, it's these sort of things, like you say, which will uh, be in the um, in the work of, of building surveys. And, and you touched upon it there with the policy changes, but Longer term, how do you think COVID will change the built environment? Uh, I don't, uh, I mean, I think what we will do is we will start looking at the, the area that we live and work in in much more detail. I think one of the constants that I've been seeing is people are really valuing their local environment more, whether that be their work or uh, more typically during the lockdown has been their uh, home environment. The access to nature is... Um, it is so much more in demand. We are seeing a huge surge in the request for purchases of properties in the countryside. Um, the two requests that state agents have been saying is, they uh, has it got access uh, to, to nature and has it got an internet connection? And I think that's just an indication of what people are seeing their future being. Um, I don't think that will be a definitive long term, we're going to see everyone working remotely. I think what we will probably have is what we normally see in the built environment. There is will be the rebound effect. People will start getting nostalgic for wanting to come back to the office. So I think what we will probably see is a much more of a hybrid of what we've had before. Um, we will see much more working at home. I think that's as obvious for people who can. But let's not forget there are a huge number of professions where you can't just work from home. Uh, and again, I think that... We will, we will see the built environment hopefully adapt uh, in a much more sustainable uh, way. Um, um, but I think also we will see an improvement in the quality. And I think that may be the biggest shift that we may see in the built environment in the long term, that we see a much more focus on quality of spaces uh, and the use of spaces rather than just the quantity. I think for far too long we've had economic drivers and uh, matrix about, say, the number of houses built and things like that. What we may start seeing is much more uh, the number of um, the number of houses available on the market and the quality of those houses. And I think that will be a really interesting one because. I think we're already seeing criticisms of some of the new policies to get us out of this uh, economic uh, situation uh, from that's been caused by uh, COVID has been the relax the relaxing of regulation to do with things like planning, permitted development, and so forth. Well, actually, at some point, we do have to make sure that what is being created um, is sustainable and is of good quality because I think people are much more valuing that now. Um, 
And again, I think we'll also see probably a much greater uh, shift from, shall we say, physical infrastructure to digital infrastructure. Um, I think that's another one that we will see. Um, and that's not an easy task. It's not just the, the positioning of more you know, 5G towers and, and radio mass and things like that. There's going to be a much greater probably focus on our digital infrastructure, security-wise and so forth on that. And again, that kind of infrastructure, it requires quite a lot of physical change and building surveyors are, are involved in that, whether... Um, you know, every year we've got someone from one of the big um, uh, utility companies and communication companies and infrastructure companies uh, sending a number of graduates actually um, onto the building Spain course because we have to manage that change. And I think really, you know, before this crisis, you know, I, I described building surveying as um, the GPs, um, as in the general practitioners, the family doctors of the built environment. I think now, I think we really are the managers of change. Um, and I think that that's what we will, that's what our role will be, um, trying to bring back a better quality of our built environment. And hopefully, uh, I really do have been this, uh, hopefully a much more sustainable built environment in the future. Great stuff. And, and, and relating it back to your BSc and MSE building surveying programmes. Have the new challenges in the profession been reflected in the programmes? And if not just yet, are there plans to add this to the curriculum in the future? Well, rather uniquely, UCM has been really well adapted to the, the crisis. We teach remotely, we're used to teaching remotely. And in fact, you know, our model has been copied by many other universities. Uh, what is quite interesting this year is how many students are transferring from face-to-face -face universities onto our courses because they would, if they are going to be remotely taught, they want someone who knows what they're doing. I think that's quite interesting. I think in the reality of how we're adapting, one of the things that was absolutely, that I led in the transform and uh, along with Antonia and the uh, research and sustainability team was making sure that we bring in those, what are the requirements for a sustainable built environment? Uh, we've got the NUS Responsible Futures uh, accreditation. Uh, Antonio was leading on that. And we very much believe that, you know, sustainability isn't just about reducing carbon emissions. It's all of the UN uh, uh, sustainable development goals need to be met. And I think that that's a really important one that the, the students and, and the new generation of all built environment professionals from architects through to real estate through to construction managers through to uh, building surveyors and quantity surveyors need to understand that importance of that sustainability uh, now plays in our uh, in our shared future and I think that 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 has been embedded into the curriculum and I think that that is now really quite interesting that along with that items that we never really perhaps traditionally thought of uh, sustainability issues have really come to the floor. Uh, things like uh, health within the built environment, well-being, um, quality of space and the effect on its occupants. And I think that's a really interesting one. Uh, the students this year, for example, have just been talking about um, the um, some of the documents that have been produced by uh, the, city, the uh, uh, London Greater Assembly about creating spaces for well-being within the whole planning framework. And I think that's a really interesting one. Um, and 
and our students are being exposed to that really almost as soon as it's being published. So I think that's a really interesting one that wasn't led by COVID, but it's definitely will have a, an impact on the post-COVID world. And so sustainability is, is clearly something which has been talked about even more so, I think, in the, in this post-COVID world. And um, yeah, there was a good... Good mention of um, of Antonia there, Antonia Lindsay, who's our research assistant, who has a strong focus on sustainability and drives a lot of what, what we do at UCM on the sustainability front. You know, you mentioned there the NUS Responsible Futures. That's where we get uh, a number of students who basically audit what we do as an institution uh, to, to make sure that we're doing absolutely everything we can to be sustainable uh, in everything we do. And then, you know, recently we... We passed with Flying Colours, which was, was great to see. And we will be hosting, um, be a host partnership with, with NUS uh, with, with that moving forward as well. Um, and just finally, to wrap up, I, I think you, you mentioned it a few times, but if uh, you know, you're in the elevator, got a few floors to, to climb up, um, why do you think someone should consider a career in building surveying? Well, I think... Never more have we needed people to be able to manage change. And that's what now building surveyors are really taking the lead in. Uh, we are going to be, leave, uh, you know, regardless of COVID, we are going to need to be changing our built environment. We are seeing this with the necessities from climate change, environmental change, um, city population growth. I mean, the numbers of people worldwide that are moving to cities is just phenomenal. Uh, I mean, they're mind boggling. Um, and we have to find a sustainable future. And I think the building survey and that sustainable future isn't just in the new build, it's adapting what we have. And I think building surveyors are uniquely placed have been able to help manage that change. So, you know, if you want to say, why do you want to do it? Well, you're going to be part of that solution would be my simple answer. You know, we, to create a sustainable future for all of us, we need to create a sustainable built environment. And that is going to mean us adapting what we already have. And I think that building surveyors are uniquely placed as any other profession is. But we are, our main driver now has all will be about managing that change, whether it be a change of client, owner, or physical change, or managing a project of change. And I think that, that that is what building surveyors are now really shining and showing what they're capable of doing, handling sensitive cultural client issues, uh, disputes, all the way through to physically, you know, understanding what needs to be changed within the built environment. And that wonderful Venn diagram that we often see of what triple bottom line is, you know, environmental, cultural and economic, you know, um, surveyors are uniquely uh, skilled to be able to analyse all of those, whether they may not be specialists in all of them, they can understand the criteria from all of them. And I think that understanding, um, being able to come up with a solution that respects that is a uniquely building surveying thing. And I think will be uh, such a valuable need uh, in the future. Fantastic. So, yeah, thank you for your time, James. Um, if, if you want to be in that unique position and drive the change within the built environment and by doing that, um, extending your knowledge in building surveying, then why not take a look at James's programmes? If you head to our website, ucem.ac.uk, select study with UCM on the left hand side menu 
and choose undergraduate if you're interested in the BSE ONS Building Surveying Programme or postgraduate if you are interested in our MSE Building Surveying Programme, which of course is a conversion course. Um, so you, you may not have any understanding of building surveying before going into it, but if you already have an undergraduate degree, you can go straight onto that one. So uh, thanks for your time again, James, and, uh, and thanks for listening. Thank you very much, everybody. Stay safe. Thank you.